You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bring it up, Jake. Sanderson Farms coming up later this hour. Our father Tyler Morales will join us for that. We will talk baseball. The game's coming up tonight. And we will project the Rangers-Orioles series coming up. Uh, with that series officially done now, the wild card series with Texas and Tampa. So it'll be Texas and Baltimore in one of the American League Divisional Series. Max Scherzer uh, getting a bullpen session in today. Oh, baby, for our Texas Rangers. So we'll do that a little later um, in the show. We'll give you our bets for tonight. Um... We'll get to line movement here in a second, but uh, Minnesota with a 2-0 lead right now, and I think, Ken, you and Jake are still steaming about uh, about Toronto's decision. John Schneider, their manager, the pull hub, Jose Barrios, 47 pitches in against his former team to bring in uh, Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, I say a bad managerial move that might get the Twins to the uh, the ALDS. That was, uh, that was a tough one to... Uh... I, I brought Jake on immediately. I saw him type in the chat. I looked up. Barrios is walking off the mound. I just go, what... Like, did he, did he get hurt? Did he like grab his elbow? Like, what, ha- what happened here? And, uh, I, I, sometimes I, you know, not, I'm not someone who follows baseball closely whatsoever, just casual fan parachute in, watch the playoffs. Just always feels like there's a few examples every postseason of overthinking it with some of this stuff. This just seems like, like, I just feel like when someone's doing well, let them keep doing well. <laughs> like that just seems like a, a tried and true good, uh, good philosophy to have so yeah it, it uh, obviously did not go very well for uh for toronto they're down two nothing sunny gray still pitching and pitching well and uh and kind of we'll see how late this goes before things get crazy uh one on two out for toronto right now with uh with vlad jr at the plate all right well we'll keep you updated on what's going on in the uh the wild card series here with minnesota and toronto golf bets coming up in a little bit but uh let's hit the rest of the line movement for right now in week number five in the national football league jake you just bring the music up here we'll hit a couple more games um can we do have a line flip in the Titans-Colts game coming up on Sunday in Indianapolis. And I will read the injury report, and then you can tell us kind of like, hey, like, why do, why do you think this move happened? And I think we'll have the answer. Uh, for Indy, all these players did not practice today. Uh, Bernard Raymond, their left tackle, who we've been monitoring all week. Quinton Nelson didn't practice either. He played in the game on Sunday. Maybe Nelson will practice tomorrow and Friday, but Nelson doesn't practice. Ryan Kelly did practice, but like he's he's still in concussion protocol, I believe. Uh, DeForest Buckner doesn't practice. 
Shaq Leonard doesn't practice. Quiddy Pay doesn't practice for Indianapolis. For Tennessee, Traylon Burks doesn't practice. He missed last week's game. The Titans also won 27-3. So not a great early week injury report, Ken, for Indianapolis, which will uh, be a nice segue into our discussion here as to what's happening with the point spread here, right, for the Titans and the Colts. Yeah, and I just, I don't do this to, I don't I don't mean to be patronizing. I don't make it to mean to sound overly simple, just like I, you know, I think people like think that we're experts and I just think if you follow the injury reports, like you too can figure out where lines move in the NFL and why something has happened. I think a lot of times this gets misreported as like, oh, Sharps coming back on this team, like Sharps. It's like, really? Or in the middle of every single week, is almost all line movement predicated on injury reports. When they come out, who's hurt, who's not, line moves in that direction. Nick read you a really negative injury report for Indianapolis. They were once a one-point favorite. Now hearing that, who do you think is favored now? Tennessee. Tennessee's a one-point favorite everywhere. So it's just, you know, I, it's almost like uh, we're not the, like, I, I like to think that we're experts, but we don't even have to be the experts on this stuff. Like, you, you see a line move, sure, like there could be some, you know, like some group out there with influence moving the number, someone places a bet and that draws everyone's attention. Sure, of course that could be it. But nine times out of 10, it's just, if it's Wednesday, you see something like that. Okay, who didn't practice today? Okay, who's who's questionable? What quarterback was limited? Just like, okay, like what's going on here? And a lot of times, even just like Twitter search, Google search, whatever, follow some beat writers, you'll get the answer to that question. So that's happened here too, Nick, with the injury report that you read for Tennessee and Indianapolis uh, favorite flip where Indianapolis was once a small favorite. And again, as we've pointed out a bunch of times, what could end up being a really, really important game at the end of the season for seven seed, six seed, maybe who wins the AFC South. What if Jacksonville's not as good as we think um, now the Titans, a one point road favorite in the game. Let's talk about how this injury report kind of impacts like the way that we feel about the game and potential bets that we're going to have here. Um, for me, I said early in the week, I would really like to bet the Colts here. But I would really like for them to have their offensive line intact, right? To kind of going up against his Tennessee defensive front, allow Anthony Richardson to like rip the ball down the field against the bad secondary. Um, I was all set to bet the Colts. Like, and I'm not saying I'm not going to now, just that this is not the injury report that I think a Colts better was necessarily looking for for the first injury report of the week. Um, Ken, you said like, hey, like Shane Steichen overs here. Like maybe the over in this game sitting at 42 and a half right now. Um, does this make you change your mind? It makes, I, I'm not like, definitely out on the Colts I'm more just like okay look, let's see what the, the next couple days hold here um does this kind of change the way you feel about the total at all in the Colts Titans game well I'm, I'm a little I guess I shouldn't be surprised I am a little bit surprised just that the total hasn't as the Titans have gotten bet like let's be honest like a lot of this injury report is like the Colts offensive lines in a pretty bad state going into the rest of the week okay then they might score less so the total should maybe go down a little bit as Indianapolis's point projection or what you think they're going to score in the game drops and it hasn't uh 42 and a half 43 that's what it was earlier today uh it's a low total admittedly so like maybe it's you know the bottom's kind of fallen out of this thing already and it's already a lower scoring game projected yeah i mean we did the games we've already bet which it's kind of a funny exercise now because it's like ken what have you already bet well i don't really bet early in the week anymore and uh so i i have the over like kind of circled to see how injuries develop and see how the market moves yeah it gives me some pause to want to bet an over in a game where the colts might have a lot of trouble of course how could it not right like how could you not at least consider that when you make a, a, a bet so yeah like i'm i'm a little lukewarm on this like let's let's see what happens because the other thing that can happen here too it doesn't have to be like well i'm out because of the injuries okay what if everybody thinks it's gonna be a low scoring game now now it's 40 and a half now it's 40 
Like now, now what are you doing in the game with uh, with Steichen and, and obviously an, an offensive, honestly, maybe a genius with what he's been doing so far. So let's see how the market keeps moving. But yeah, like I think we're, we gotta, gotta be honest about this stuff. Like th this isn't good <laughs> and the bets aren't in the account yet. So let's reconsider maybe what might happen here. I, I like the idea of Indy as an offensive team, but maybe not this game. Let's see what happens later in the week. I'm going to make you plant a flag right now. Better former Eagles coordinator as a head coach for the balance of their careers. You have to choose right now after only four games of evidence. Shane Steichen or Jonathan Gannon? Oh, I'll take Steichen for sure. Definitely. I might take Gannon. <laughs> they're by, okay. I, love this. I think they're both awesome. They're both really, really good, I think. Uh, early returns, I think, on both are excellent. Uh, let's do a little on the Giants and Dolphins here, Kang, because we've got a pretty interesting injury report on both sides here. So, Teron Armstead uh, doesn't practice. Like, Mike McDaniel basically already said Armstead's not going to play in this game coming up against the Giants. He's their starting left tackle. Raheem Mostert um, out today due to, due to rest, so maybe Mostert back at practice tomorrow for the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Phillips back at practice, one of their better pass rushers. Uh, they could use him going up against this Giants bad pass rush. For the Giants, uh, two of their offensive linemen, um, Schmitz and Lemieux, both don't practice today. And Andrew Thomas also doesn't practice on Wednesday. Saquon Barkley limited, but doing individual drills off the high ankle sprain. I, I don't think that reads well for the New York football Giants, Ken. Any movement with the Dolphins and the Giants on Sunday in South Beach? Just seems like uh, a number of uh, potentially hurt players for both teams, right? Maybe not like a net potential negative for either side in terms of predicting a line move. Sounds terrible for the Giants, just to be honest. But uh, but the the line already opened a, a very large number. Dolphins were about eleven in the game, eleven and a half in some places. That's still where we are. I mean, you do have to ask the question. Like I I I am very mindful. Baldy, when he came on, he was he was so direct as he usually is. Right when I was like, hey, two weeks ago with Houston and Atlanta, it was this, and now two weeks later, it's this. And he goes, well, Ken, that's like the whole point of the NFL. It's a week to week league, and I understand that. And a lot of times. You know, contrarianism is good and a team just got smoked. Let's play on them because the number is good now or a team didn't score a lot. Let's play on them because now the projection is lower. Like, I understand the value of contrarianism sometimes in certain situations. I can't be contrarian in this game right now if like this is what it's going to be. Now, I cannot bet the game, but like I just it's and the, the, the funny part is. Like the Dolphins are the the number is moving toward the Giants in general. Like it opened eleven and a half. It's ten and a half in a couple places. It's eleven in some places. Like this isn't like a market run amok, you know, in terms of like no one wants the Giants. The numbers getting bet out. Value town, whatever. Like that's just not. That's not this. You could actually end up with a situation where. Like, let's say the Giants get some of those offensive linemen back or get somebody back. Like, do you get like 10, 10 and a half in this game? Like the number comes down. Dolphins or not. I, I'll say again what I said yesterday or whatever I said this two days ago, whenever we did this game. I think it was yesterday. Um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle running over the middle of the field. HN in space. The Dolphins whole offense is designed on getting people on the opposing defense to miss tackles. Put your playmakers in space. Hope the defense misses tackles. This is the worst tackling team of all time. So yeah, the Giants can cover. It's a big number. Turnovers, crazy stuff can happen in a football game all the time. How How is this on average going to work okay? How is this going to go okay? It just seems so unlikely. So like as we get later in the week, I might end up laying Miami. I just, I can't get there on the Giants. And this injury report certainly doesn't make me do get any closer to bet them. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Um, Anything else on the board stand out to you here? Like Monday Night Football, anything else here line movement-wise for Week 5? 
I mean, Monday night, not so much like Packers down to one, but it was two. So, you know, there's still a road favorite in the game and, and we await probably a bunch of injury news coming out in that one. Um, keep waiting for, we don't have any, we don't have any Rams stuff yet, right? For today? We have. Uh, against we, Philadelphia? We do. We do. Okay. Yeah. So, um, McVay apparently did like a comedy bit when he was addressing the media. He like no, said, I'm, like I, he read up like like the practice report like Ron Burgundy and said like I feel like Ron Burgundy right now. Like read off the paper that Cooper Cup will be limited at practice today, and then he actually said like McVay actually said, well he's not limited. Like he actually like practiced in full today. Doesn't mean he's gonna play on Sunday, but maybe it gives you more confidence that that he might practice. Also, also for what it's worth, like Jonathan Taylor's practicing right now for the Colts. I didn't mention that when we talked about the Colts and the Titans, just because like we don't know how this is gonna go. Whether he's gonna play, or are they gonna trade him? That's like that's more up in the air. But like, we know like right. when Cup's healthy, he's gonna play for the Rams when that's the case. But maybe maybe giving you a little more confidence that Cup's actually gonna play on Sunday, uh, Ken for the uh, for the LA Rams. Did uh, did Stafford practice today? Also, uh, let me get a, curious. Let me, I, I don't. I don't know if like at this point in the day because it's West Coast if we have it. Right. Let me see if we got that was. It. That's why I asked. I actually wasn't even sure you'd have Cup. Honestly, that's why I asked the question because and for people who like just bear with us, like we're on the air for four hours. It's the end of the show. Like we haven't been checking Twitter furiously for like you know practice updates and stuff. So we're just trying to find this stuff on the fly. Uh, that spread was one. Okay, that which makes a little and, bit and more Ken, sense. Do you know what? Do you know when that came out? When that news came out? Literally, I bleep you not. One minute ago, Stafford practice in full. Sometimes we got a good, good, a good read for these things of when stuff might be coming out. Felt felt like it was about time. Uh, that market is one that I've kind of been just keeping half an eye on, just because we had some line movement early in the week toward the Rams. Uh, this open Eagles five on the road in LA, but like, is it really on the road? How many Eagles fans are going to be there, et cetera, et cetera? Um, and it got bet down to like four and a half. And there's even a couple fours on the board. And I was just curious, like, if Cup didn't practice, and especially if Stafford was limited or didn't practice and the hip injury was really bothering him, I think you could have would have seen some some pretty interesting market movement. We saw nothing. Like this market hasn't moved a, an inch, you know, even with the release of those reports. So my guess is like this is where we're gonna be for another day until we figure out whether Cup's playing. I think we assume Stafford's probably starting and it's good to go. And uh, this might actually be the market that we have to dis uh, to discuss and deal with throughout the entire week. Eagles four, four and a half high total. And uh, we have to figure out what we wanna do. Yeah, and just like, I probably should have mentioned Taylor. I just think like that whole situation is so up in the air. Like well, whether what are you like, he's say? practicing and he's healthy. Yeah, cause yeah, it's I mean, like, I just... do we, like, let me ask you, because it's, it's a guess. Like I can answer the question I'm guessing. Like, He's healthy, but do you think he's going to play on Sunday for the Colts? I mean, I, A, I have no idea. B, I mean, my bet, like, I don't, like I say my best guess, like that's somehow this informed opinion. Um, my best guess is, I'll say yes, but like, I don't say that with like any degree of confidence, but like, that's good. Who knows? Like, that's why I paused so much giving answer. Also, if, if he has no offensive line to run behind, like, should the market move a ton on that news? Would also be an interesting way to think about this. Uh, last thing here, and I don't, I don't, I don't think this has impacted the point spread at all, but it gets me excited. Oh boy! As someone who can't wait to back, oh baby, Zach Wilson and the Jets on Sunday. <laughs> Nothing makes me more excited than the thought of betting Zach Wilson on the road. Uh, Robert Sala saying today at practice, because let's be clear, the worst running back in the National Football League. In the year of our Lord, 2023, and it's not even close, is Dalvin Cook. Like, there is no bigger crook in the United States of America right now than Dalvin Cook. 
Uh, Ken's running Deion Jackson, not 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 on a team right now. I actually think that De- that Cook might be worse. At least Deion Jackson like like looked like he wanted to be out there. Dalvin Cook looks like he'd rather be anywhere than running the football in a Jets uniform. Uh, Robert Sala saying today that the there is no more quote unquote pitch count for Brees Hall. The training wheels are off. Going to be a full workload this week for Brees Hall. Now, last year, he had that, like, 75-yard touchdown run in Denver. He also, like, had his season ended, like, had the season-ending injury in Denver. I think we might get a blow-up Brees Hall performance on Sunday, leading my Jets to a win on the road in Denver. Coming up next, how about some golf bets for the Sanderson Farms?